The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this weekly podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. Hi, this is Mike Rogers with another great Welsh Wire conversation. Now, here's Sherry Welsh. Welcome, Mary Jane Mapes. She is a leadership and communication strategist and executive coach and the founder of the Aligned Leader Institute. Mary Jane, great to have you back on the Welsh Wire again. And it's great to be back. Fun to have you here to talk about some new things. So for our listeners that may have missed it, a few months ago, we talked about executive presence and how important that is and how to really ascertain if you have it or if you need more of it or how to help your team get that, what the components are. It was a great conversation. One of the things that really came out of that you and I talked about was the uh, the idea about trust. We know executive presence is important to leaders, but woven all through that is that component of trust. And it's at the foundation of developing really solid relationships with clients and customers and something that we're all striving for. Now, you have trust with your clients because you have a rich history with many of them, and you have a rich history in this business. You've established it well in what you do. Tell us a little bit about your business, how you got started, and how you developed that trust with your clients. Well, the last time that I was here, you asked me how I got started, and I'd shared with you that it was through a need, given the fact that there was a downturn in the economy. So with no jobs available, I decided I'd what can I do? And what I could do is to start my own business selling services. And one of my first clients was the Upjohn Company. Another one was like James River Corporation. These are companies that aren't even around, but we're talking many years now. But I believe in staying in touch with people. Mm -hmm. And I created, at that time, I created a newsletter. Now, like newsletters that you literally put in envelopes and send out today, I stopped doing that a long time ago because that didn't prove nearly as effective, although I've actually thought about going back to that from time to time because so many people do blogs and they do other things that... I've actually considered that maybe a piece of paper they might actually read today. (laughs) But it's keeping in touch. That's the big thing, keeping in touch and keeping in touch with things that are relevant to people. Right. And letting them know that I haven't forgotten them and that I'm always looking for ways to add value, Yeah, even if I haven't worked for them for two or three years. Right. So over the years, you've kept in touch with them and really let them know that, hey, I'm still here. And I'm sure in your newsletter, as I've seen, provided some really great information and helpful information to them too, to be the very best that they can be. So that's really been at the foundation of what you've done in developing relationships with clients and customers. And you know who doesn't want trust to be the foundation? We all want relationship-driven relationship-driven business. Mm -hmm. I know it's very important to me in the executive search business, not only for our clients, but for our candidates. I think universally, that's what most people strive for in their business relationships. Okay. But what are we really talking about when we talk about trust? I have an opinion of it. You have an opinion of it, Mm -hmm. but I bet yours is really good and right on target. Tell us what that is. 
Well, when I knew that we were going to be talking about trust, that was the subject of this podcast today, I looked it up in the dictionary. I know what I think it is, but I looked it up in the dictionary. And the dictionary describes it or defines it as a firm belief in the reliability, the truth, the ability, and the strength of someone or something. Mm. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Business is built on relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I read a book several years ago by Richard Edler called If I Knew Then What I Know Now, and he interviewed CEOs from all over the country. And he asked one question, if you knew 25 years ago what you know today, what would you do differently? And everyone said something a little different, but a, a, a little different. But one person said, I wish that I knew 25 years ago that all things being equal, if people like you and they trust you, they'll want to do business with you. All things not being equal, uh, if they like you and trust you, they'll still want to do business with you. So there's power in it. So relationships and people wanting to do business with you really are built on trust. And to me, trust involves a willingness to risk. And I say that from personal experience, Mm. but risk being um, vulnerable. In other words, by putting your faith in what someone says they can do, putting your faith in your faith, your faith in them to be able to help you in your business, yes, in the way that they promise that they can do. Right. There are a lot of people that promise big things they don't deliver. So it's True. making the promise and fulfilling on the promise. Right. Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. That is a awesome responsibility too when someone hands that over to you. So as leaders in the companies that we run or work for, how do we build and create that trust? How did how do you inspire that? Well, first let me comment, if you don't mind, sure. on a company and the leader and the, and how they do it within even their own yeah. Com- yeah. company. That that culture of trust is a culture where the employees feel safe, mm. meaning they're safe to confront, they're safe to challenge, sometimes even the most sensitive Uh, topics or areas as it relates to why are we even here as an organization? Mm -hmm. No, where are we going? Is this who we, are we actually living in a way that we say we do? Are we actually fulfilling on our values? Are we upholding those in our decisions, in um, the solutions that we create and a myriad of other things? Right. And our employees are watching that every day. They're watching it every day. So how does a how does a, a business owner create that trust? Well, one, by fulfilling on their promise. Yes. And two, um, making sure that we're open to hearing what our employees are actually saying. It's hard to get buy-in if there's no ownership. Mm-hmm. So creating some ownership. There are lots of ways that we can do it. Here are three, what I would call three significant behaviors that apply to anyone in any situation. Sure. So here are the three. Sure. Um, one is a person's character. 
Mm-hmm. That kind of goes back to what we talked about in executive presence, and that is right. your character and how you act. In other words, are you honest? Are you a person of integrity? Are you someone who's loyal to your people? Do you walk your talk? Do you tell the truth? Um, do you have the back of your employees as opposed to throwing somebody under the bus so that you can avoid being or being seen or experiences the bad guy or the right. bad gal. Right. And we know plenty of people, we all do, who right. behave that way. Exactly. Yep. Or do we admit our mistakes? I mean, there are there are a number of things we could talk about under that, that quality of right. character, but are yeah. we really in alignment with who and what we say we are and what we're about? Absolutely. That's and that's, I mean, that's something that's developed over time too. I mean, you know, we say it, it takes a long time to build trust, right? It, it can take a while to, well, this is why, because you have to demonstrate it by your actions in so many ways. And you've got a few other ideas mm-hmm. about that too, Mary Jane. Well, I do. Um, and this is a biggie, and this is a biggie not just for your employees, but also for your customers. And that is, do you actually care about them? Mm. Do you demonstrate that you have a care and concern for them? There mm-hmm. are people that are very excellent at that. And then there are people that it isn't even a consideration. It's like, I pay you, you come to work, you know, perform. Right. But- and isn't it interesting that there are individuals too, leaders and companies that seem to care maybe a lot about their customers, their clients, but not as much about their employees or their team might treat them differently. I've actually had the unfortunate uh, situation to work with employees who felt that they worked for a leader like that. And uh, that's tough, but that happens. It happens. Unfortunately, it happens too too often. Right. You want to be aligned treating your employees the very best that you can and inspiring them, inspiring trust in them um, just the same as you do with your clients. Because if your employees trust you, boy, the kind of job they'll do for you will be incredible. Well, you'll get commitment. You don't get compliance. Right. There's a big difference between complying because you're paying me and being committed because I really want to follow you. Because I care. And if you demonstrate your care, if you demonstrate your compassion, and part of that um, is uh, your obviously your empathy and your concern for mm-hmm. the other person, but it's also a matter of promoting equity, fairness. Yes, fairness is just huge, especially I think with employees. Um, I shared openly with one CEO with whom I worked something. It was very difficult. Uh, to broach. Now, this is as it relates to. I'm going to use a vendor example because sure. I was the vendor. Um, with that was a it was a difficult subject, a very difficult subject, and it was getting in the way of the team, the leadership team, being able to perform their job. And he looked at me and he said, "Well, you're only a vendor for crying out loud." Oh. I thought that everything that I had done, that my heart was in it. I was partnering. I was giving everything to make this successful. Because I always say, your success is really in part my success if I do my job. So that was shocking to me. Mm. That was shocking to me. Um, As far as employees, I had another situation where uh, the 
CEO of the organization was experiencing difficulties. And when I had conversations, because I, I always have conversations with employees, it was a matter of fairness, and they didn't feel that the CEO was being fair. Mm, In tough. other words, there wasn't consistency. We have rules, we have procedures, policies, procedures in the handbook, and these people get to get away with murder, and these people have to follow it to the letter. That's and tough. of course, you can imagine the gossiping behind, the discontent. Uh, and once you start gossiping, they develop little clicks that leads to conflict. And that created a whole host of other issues. Right. So all because they didn't trust the leader to exactly. be fair with everyone exactly. in the organization. Yeah. So being reliable so, and keeping your word is so, so important. Yeah. So those are definitely two those are two biggies. Being competent is also another. Yeah. People have to believe that you can take them in the direction of the vision <laughs> that you espouse. And if you can't get them there and they know it because you don't have the ability, well, you're going to lose a lot of credibility. Absolutely. There. Absolutely. So what things do you feel erode or destroy trust? We've kind of touched on a few of those already, but what kind of things can, can break down trust? Well, aside from the things that I mentioned, demonstrating a lack of caring, there's also just not being consistent. And that goes back to what what I spoke of about a moment ago. Here's a biggie, not being, not being, uh, not holding, not keeping confidences. Oh. That seems like a little thing. It's not. It's oh, huge. Oh, yeah. Telling people or having people tell you something in confidence they tell you because they trust you. Mm -hmm. And that's not a bond that as a leader you ever want to break. It's right. actually not a bond that you want to break whether you're a leader or you're not a leader. That's right. If the person thinks that they can share with you and trust you, mm -hmm. then they'll share other things. And you'll become more knowledgeable of not only that individual, but you may gain information that's helpful in a variety of ways. But if they feel that you're not keeping the confidence, then all that trust is going to be broken. Right. And then when we lose the trust of other people who've shared in confidence with us, we invite that gossip and that rumor mill that I talked about earlier. Right. Which leads to a whole host of other issues. Right. Oh, yeah. That's so, so difficult. So wrapping that all together, if we really want to become the person others trust, building really solid business relationships with our clients and customers and with our team, too, because it all works hand in hand. A solid team that trusts its leadership is going to go to the mat for the customers and do whatever it takes to make them happy. Exactly. So if if we want to be that trustworthy leader, we want to become that person, you say there's about five things we need to concentrate on. We've touched on several of them, but maybe you want to share that list again with our listeners. So the one well, we, be of good character. Yeah. That's one thing for sure. Be of good character because an organization can never be something its leader right. is not. The leader sets the standard. We have to have more than good intentions. We judge ourselves by our intentions. Other people literally judge us by what they see, by our behavior. It's nice to mean well, but it's far better to show people that we're somebody who's reliable, somebody yeah. that tries their best all the time, someone that thinks clearly. Those are just things that people are looking for and expect from you to build trust. Yes. 
A uh, second thing would be be reliable. In other words, just plain keep your word. When you say you're going to do something for somebody, do it. People rely on a promise, and it's important that we keep the promise. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a problem keeping a promise, then it's important to talk to that person and share with them the situation, the circumstances, and tell them what part of the hopefully you can fulfill on right. with any of it. But the th- last thing you want to do, and I've experienced this with people, they fail to communicate it and they just kind of uh, slink away, like pretending <laughs> that it just never even was brought up. I but, hope they never ask me about that because I regret right. saying it and I don't want to have to address that I can't do that anymore. Yeah, no, exactly. that's not good. That's not And of good. course, finally, is just plain be honest yes. with people. Honest in everything you do. Honesty, when you're honest with people, they know where you stand. And when they know where you stand, they know they can trust you. I mean, yes. we could talk about that at length. But I would say those would be the three three biggies. Be of good character. Be reliable. Be true to your word. Be honest. Have integrity. Yes. Yeah. You know what? It seems simple when you put it like that, but it's a difficult thing to do. And there are items that bombard us every day that attempt to erode that trust. But if we stay focused on those things with our employees Mm -hmm. and with our clients and our customers, we're going to be running a heck of a good business Yeah, at the end of it all. Well, you're certainly going to have employees that are all for one, one for all. They're going to be in it to help not highly engaged, but you're going to have employees that are going to move the organization forward That's and right. look forward to following you yes. because they trust you. Yes. And, and highly engaged employees, we know l- clearly the lines have been drawn to better performance for right. organizations. Yep. So it's so foundational. So the trust issue, we could go on and on probably for a long time on this, but you know, our listeners might want to just learn more about what you do in teaching and coaching leadership skills. They may think that, you know, there might be something good here for you to share with their team. If they want to get in touch with you about your leadership programs or learn more about what you do, Mary Jane, how can they reach you? Well, they can get in touch with me probably the best one of two ways, either by emailing me at maryjane at maryjanemapes.com or by going to my website, maryjanemapes.com. Excellent. Today, we've been on the Welsh Wire with Mary Jane Mapes of the Aligned Leader Institute talking about establishing trust. We have got some good things to think about. Mary Jane, thank you for your insights and helping us all understand how to make our businesses run more effectively. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you for listening to the Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.